Welcome to That's Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Cece Calbanero, and I'll be sharing stories of miracles, God moments, and unpacking the truth behind what joy truly means. My friend, when God gives you a direct call on your life, be sure to answer it. Here's to answering my call together. Hello, friends. Welcome back to That's Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Cece. I am so excited about today's episode because we're going to just basically be going to coffee together. I hear from so many of y'all how much the podcast feels like you know me and man, being a part of the text community and having so many of you text me feels like I'm getting to know you more and there's nothing that brings me joy quite like being in community with people and just kind of doing life together. I know that sounds wild because you might be someone who lives in Germany and we have listeners who are all the way there and we have listeners who are in the Philippines and I I just, oh, I love this vessel where we get to just feel like we are locked arms for a moment and today we're going to be kind of sitting at coffee together. But before I dive into that, you know we love kicking off every episode with a little joyful noise. Now joyful noise is our version of good news. By the way, if you have any dose of joyful noise that's happening in your life, I want to hear it. We want to hear it on this podcast. I actually want to read it out loud and share it with everyone. So if you have good news that have that has happened to you or maybe someone you love or someone you know, shoot me a text to that number in the show notes so that we can read it on an upcoming episode. But today, something that really brought me joy was one my birthday. My birthday was on April 8th and I got to go to California with my boyfriend and be with my family and I don't get to see them often because they are in the Bay Area of California, and I live in Nashville, Tennessee. So whenever we do get to see each other, um, man, it just feels like the sweetest time, and we create some of the best memories. And so we went down to Southern California, spent my actual birthday on the 8th at the beach, which is everything that I had wanted. I just wanted my feet and toes to be in the sand, hear waves in the background, and have absolutely no agenda or no need to be anywhere but right there. Um... I've actually been thinking about an upcoming episode of the practice of being present where your feet are and to talk more about that, but uh, we'll pin that for an upcoming episode. But I went back into our Apple podcast and specifically the reviews, which I tend to do at least once a week and kind of see who's dropping in a review, which by the way, shout out if that has already been you. Thank you times a million. I'm hugging you through this uh whatever you're listening to car airpod uh google home i don't know am alexa you name it wherever you're listening to this um i'm giving you a hug through that and i just want to say thank you for taking the time to write that in but specifically my girl carly i don't know your last name here doesn't say but on my birthday you wrote in a beautiful 
review that I just want to read and it says five stars such an amazing podcast thank you Cece for this amazing podcast so many times that I would decide to listen to one it would be exactly what I needed in one episode you mentioned to just unload your backpack to God and you spoke that right as I was cleaning out my backpack for school and that message was just exactly what I needed this podcast just fills me with so much joy and helps me to live a better life with God by my side. Cece, thank you for using your joy, wisdom, and everything else to share the beauty of God to others and uplifting them and their spirit. This has helped me so much with growing my relationship with Jesus and the Father. Cece, this is the best podcast I've ever listened to. Carly, I am honored. That is so kind and so sweet. And sometimes I read things like that and I'm like, who, me? Surely that's not me. I'm just Cece from California trying to do the best with what I know, with what I got. And um, I'm humbled and I'm very honored that you would share such beautiful words. So again, if you have not written a podcast review, friends, it's the biggest way that you can give podcasters a hug. Uh, it's almost as nice as a coffee Venmo, you know? Actually, it goes further than that because this is for the long haul. Um, So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to write in those reviews. Let's chat. Let's have a coffee chat about what we're going to be talking about today. And honestly, I made a little Instagram story last week and I just put up a little Q&A poll and sometimes when I do this, y'all show up and show out and there are so many questions that I'm like, dang, y'all want to hear this stuff. And so it was one of those moments where I was like, man, I need to switch things up this week and let's just have a Q&A episode where I pick a handful of the questions that y'all have wrote in and I'm just going to do my best to answer them based off of not an expertise quote-unquote but so much of experience and what the Lord has taught me so far um, in my journey of life this far and so hopefully through my words man I just would pray that uh, the Holy Spirit would speak through me always it'd be none of my words and all of his um, and we just get to hang out for a bit so let's dive in the first question that I have here is how did you get started in this ministry and what was the first Oh, and was the first step the hardest? I love this question so much because I tend to forget to share how we got started here. Um, It was March 7th of last year that we launched That's Joy. And it actually, the thought, the thought of That's Joy was born, I would want to say, November of 2021 and that is really wild because it took about a couple of months to really formulate like the thought and the ideas and then really about three months to put my head down and put the work in to produce this platform and so um, that is how I kind of got started with the technicality side of things but as far as like how CC did you get started doing that joy I share this on a very uh beginning episode with y'all but I want to cover and just touch on it for a second again um because I get this question a lot when I'm meeting people in person for the first time and I 
started podcasting back in 2020 with a best friend. I feel like so many people during April and May, after we found out that the lockdown was going to be far longer than two weeks, uh, people made two choices. They either started making bread from scratch or they started making a podcast. And me and my best friend were the people that chose the podcast route. I still have yet to make bread from scratch, which might be a bucket list thing for later. Anyhow, uh, we started a podcast called Glow Theory. We launched as number 49, I think, on Apple, which was nuts because her and I don't have a quote-unquote massive platform by any means. And um, we just were shocked that more than 100 people decided to plug in to our podcast. So launched that, was doing it together for over a year and was finding it to be really successful, had incredible guests, the guests that would blow our minds, honestly, like how did they say yes to us? Those kinds of opportunities. Um, And man, when I moved to Nashville and then my best friend moved to New York, we started to go down different paths as far as what God was calling us to do. She wanted to step more into being an author and her book is launching in August. Um, which I'm very excited for her about. And I just kept feeling the Holy Spirit stir me and saying that you need to run with this solo and you need to start talking about me. And it wasn't to say that I people on the previous podcast didn't know that I was a woman of faith, but I wasn't outwardly always sharing scripture and sharing what God was teaching me. Um, we were talking a lot about growth and things that I still stand for, but in a lot of ways, it wasn't what I knew I was supposed to be doing. And that's when I knew I had to switch gears. So it was around that November 2021 point where my heart began to stir and it was one of those things of the intro where you heard it earlier at the top of this episode where I felt like God gave me a call. He gave me a call that said, okay, I'm calling you right now. And if you decline, this is you being disobedient. And I knew that I knew that I could not do that. And so at that point I said, all right, I'm going to do this. And I'm scared to do it alone. I don't know what this is going to look like. I kind of have a vision that you have so graciously downloaded to me, Lord, of what it could be, but there's so much of the beginning that I don't know about. And so the second part of this question of after how did you get started in this ministry, this our friend asked, and was the first step the hardest? Yeah. Absolutely. The first step, I think, is one of the hardest because there's so much in the unknown where you're like trying to build something. Like I just think about a bicycle. I've never built a bicycle before, but you can imagine if the bicycle is broken apart and you have all these different pieces, the chain, two tires, the body, the uh what is it called? The handles. You have all of these different parts and without it together, it doesn't do much. It doesn't go anywhere, right? And there's that beginning part where you have to put all the pieces together. I mean, take this literal analogy into any area of your life. Building anything beforehand takes probably a lot of work, but once it is built, It's a lot easier to use, right? It's a lot more joyful to be riding a bike than it is to be building it. And so there was that exact motion happening when I was building that joy that felt like, man, God, I got to get the cover going. I got to get the intro music together. I got to get podcasts and guests lined up. And I got to do the back end stuff on Apple. And how do I even do that? And blah, 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 like so many different things, right? And so the beginning 
of anything is always challenging and I just want to say that to encourage a friend who's beginning something right now. You might feel the stir on your heart to begin something and by me sharing that it is hard, I don't want it to discourage you. In fact, I want it to increase courage within you to step into it knowing that, okay, if this is the hardest part, then I'm going to dive in, roll up my sleeves, put up my hair in a high pony and get to work because I know that this is the hardest part. So after this, I know that I can do anything because I'm doing the hardest part right now. And that's what I'm living in right now where it's not easy to show up and create content every single week um, and to do all the other things that comes with building a podcast. But what I will say is that it is, there's so much more flow and it's a different kind of hard that isn't necessarily the hardest anymore if that makes sense so I hope that answers your question there the second question is how do you know if God is telling you to do something or if it's a devil slash your own mind this is such a good question and by the way again like I said before I'll say it again I'm no expert I'm no pastor I wouldn't even consider myself a preacher I just really feel called to share what God has taught me and um I know that one of my friends shared this piece of advice with me that that was really good and he said follow the peace how do you know God's telling you to do something follow the peace and there's scripture that reminds me so much of that and it's Philippians 4 7 and it reads and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus and I think that that scripture is so powerful because if we're thinking about God telling us to do something then it's going to come with peace and he's actually going to guard our hearts and minds from doubt from doubt right so in those moments where we get pushed up against a a a decision that we have to make and it feels more doubtful than it does peaceful then maybe that is your opportunity to decipher is this from you god and to add to this too if you're making any decision friends a couple piece of advice that i would give you is one pray about it pray about it and get really specific about those prayers. I think about my relationship with Jonathan and how much I prayed at every corner uh, for just the peace of God and the clarity of God to follow our relationship and how many answered prayers lied within those prayers. Um, is just incredible to see and so much of that happens within job too and career path and um, I wish I would have had this knowledge in high school and even in college because man it would have helped me so much so I I just want you to do that and then second um, seek wise counsel people that are in your life who love the Lord and are committed their lives to following God ask them for advice and uh, be courageous enough to say I may not know all the answers but maybe my friend can offer me some counsel too Um, and it's not always the counsel that you want to hear in fact I would encourage you to surround yourself with friends who aren't always telling you what you want to hear because I think the greatest friends of all will tell you what God thinks about the situation and sometimes that isn't your opinion or aligned with your feelings at the moment but it's far more powerful than a friend who's always just trying to I don't know fluff you up and sugarcoat things I don't want that in my life um 
I hope that answers that question there. Let's hit it with the next. The third question is, uh, do you got some tips for a Christian young teen that likes a boy? Depends on how old you are when you say you're a teen, um, but I'm just going to think you're pretty young, 14 to 16, listening and asking this very question. I would say, um, if I'm being completely honest, I have some friends, uh, daughters who are in high school and they just don't have an interest in dating right now. And a lot of their friends are dating and I really admire, um, the way that they're navigating high school. And it was, reminds me so much of how I navigated high school. I was on a mission to just build and I wanted to be the best at basketball and I wanted to move up in different leadership roles within our leadership class. And so I was committed to just working so much on myself and I think that that has helped me tremendously in who I am today and also who I have today friends girls young girls the the boys that you're dating right now likely they most most likely I don't know if they're going to be your husbands and so I would shy away from the dating and the potential hurt um by the way this is full opinion this is just fully CC's opinion uh, because you're going to have so many lessons that will teach you such beautiful things about how to show up in a relationship through different avenues. And you may not have to get your heart broken time after time or go through really ugly valleys um, if you don't have to. And I understand loneliness and all of those different things too. And so I just would pray about it. Go to God about everything. Ask him if you're supposed to be dating in high school or dating as a young adult. Um, and ask him to open up the doors to the right people uh, so that you could potentially shy away from those moments of getting hurt. Um, so that's the tips for Christian Young dating there. Uh, let's dive into the next question, which is how do you deal with losing friends? I shared this one on the story, but I'll say it again here. And uh, there's a quote by Tony Robbins, I believe, that has stuck with me since the moment I heard it back in 19. And it says, what's for you will not pass you. And I just believe that so to be true in every area of our lives. Um specifically focusing on friendships it is hard to lose friends and it breaks my heart to have friendships sever uh, throughout the years and I've unfortunately have had many friendships that have not withstand the 28 years of life up until today but what I will say is that in those moments where uh, friendships have ended the Lord has been so sweet to provide friendships in new phases of life and in within new communities and different cities that I could have never even imagined. And so I share that one to encourage you if you have just recently lost a friend um, to also uh, everything, everything that I'm saying, pray about all of it. Even listening to this podcast, pray about what you hear from me because I'm not God. I'm just doing the best I can with what I know I got. And um, when it comes to losing friends, if you just lost a friend, pray about 
what that looks like, if you're supposed to mend that friendship or not. Because I've also been in seasons and in moments where I have mended friendships. And I thank God for the hard conversations that I have had with friends that have lent to stronger friendships. And then there are also moments where I felt like we weren't supposed to mend and that chapter was supposed to close. And as much as it breaks my heart, we just have to trust that what's for us will not pass us, right? Like God's best is always ahead. And so I'm just believing that to be so true. Um, and obviously just praying about everything and inviting that counsel in and um, even mentors, inviting the mentors in to see what the situation looks like and what you should do about it. The fifth question that I just got is, uh, what are some favorite spiritual books slash Bible studies? When I first moved to Nashville, I was a part of a small group with a handful of girls that I love so dearly, and we went through a study in the book of Hebrew. Um, Gosh, I need to look up who it's specifically by, but I think it's one of the highest reviews. It's like a black little notebook um, on Amazon with like gold... uh, I want to say polka dots all over it, but they're very tiny polka dots. I need to find the, I need to find this and I'll put it in the show notes, but, um, it focused on the book of Hebrews and I've never dove into the book of Hebrews in a way that this study allowed us to do that. So man, I would highly recommend that you do that with others. Um, I've mentioned another book before that I believe will absolutely change everybody's life. And that's the relationship principles of Jesus by Tom Holliday. I recommend every Every single person who listens to this podcast to listen, I mean, to read that book. And then second part to reading that book is not reading it alone. In fact, I want to reread it because it's all about people. And that is the foundation and the most important thing that we get the opportunity to do on earth is to steward relationships well and to let as many people know about Jesus so that we can all be in heaven together someday. And, um, man, that book will absolutely change your life. All right, let's um, end it off with a little lighter. Uh, What's your go-to coffee order, Cece? My go-to coffee order is actually changes by coffee shop. Um, One of my favorite things that genuinely brings me so much joy is going to a brand new coffee shop and seeing what their specialty drink is. In fact, I did this today and got their specialty beverage. And so I'll usually do that when given the opportunity, especially when traveling. I love to treat myself to uh, the full sugar effect if it's not too sweet of a place, obviously, but um, I'll just get the full blown thing but my go-to is typically something like a iced vanilla latte half sweet with almond milk um that's generally what I do or at Starbucks this is a good one if y'all don't follow the macro barista on Instagram he has so many macro friendly um Starbucks coffee drinks that are so yummy so uh we actually just got one too that was an iced shaken espresso with two pumps of hazelnut and one scoop of vanilla bean powder and a splash of almond milk y'all it's so good so so good the last question that um, I want to answer today is if you could make one phone call to the big guy upstairs what would you say 
This one really stirred my heart because I really thought about the opportunity to just slip up to heaven for a second and then drop back down. And um, it reminds me of the book of Imagine Heaven where people actually have done that to some effect. Uh, But man, there's so many things that I think that I would want to say or ask God. Um, And I've even told friends in the past, like, gosh, I would ask God, like, why is there cancer? Or God, why are there bad things that happen? Um, Why this? Why that? But at the end of the day, I think the more and more that I cling to God and know God and get closer in relationship with his word, very imperfect, um, very just, you know, trying my best. But when I am doing all of those things, what I learn so much of is that there's something beyond what we'll ever even understand. And so when we do get that opportunity to meet him face to face, and when we are in heaven someday, I just think that all of those worries would just fall away. We wouldn't have the desire to wonder why about all the bad things that are happening in the world or maybe even our lives. And I would hope to God um, that this would be my answer. And I would pray to God that this would also be yours. But man, if I had the opportunity to slip up right now and to say one thing, I'd want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for it all. For the good, for the bad, for the ugly, because this podcast paints a picture of what joy is all about. And it's in the trials and the tribulations of our lives. It's in the valleys that we are sharpened to be steadfast for the race of life. And it is in the peaks that we get to hold so sacred to celebrate, to be present, and to just cry the tears of joy that makes life so beautiful. And this life is beautiful, friends. And I hope that you see the beauty in your own life too. So I think that if there's one thing that I could say to God, it would just be thank you. Thank you. Guys, if this podcast has spoken to you in any way if it has blessed you if you want to hear more questions or if you want me to throw up a question box every week let me know you can shoot me a text to the number 615-813-4813 and hey it's actually me who texts you back so thank you times a million for joining that text community there if you're not following me on social yet give me a follow at c-c-a-l-b-o-n-e-r-o on instagram and on tiktok And you can follow That's Joy, the podcast on both of those as well. You can also, if you have yet, like I said at the top, subscribe, rate, and leave that review. It means the world. So thank you in advance for taking the time to do that. And friends, I'll never leave an episode without saying, if you have even the smallest desire to meet the creator of the universe, or if you've already been saved but you aren't really free, I want to invite you to sit at the table of plenty with me and so many others. I'm telling you, there's an abundance here. There is an overflow here and there is so much joy here. God's for you. All you have to do is invite him into your heart right now. He's waiting for you. He wants to meet with you. Friend, I'm so proud of you. I love you. God loves you. And until next time, 
I'll chat with y'all next time. Thank you so, so much for being here.